You're listening to and watching Think. It's like Think, but with an M instead of an N, so it's Think. A podcast, a webcast for learning. This is episode 84. Uh, Tom DeLong's Boxcar Children. Uh, which, which we'll uh, delve into in a second. I'm your host, Nicholas Rue. Uh, and uh, with me, your, your, your main man, the, the other man with the microphone, the, the Paul, the resident Paul, Paul Vine. The Vine Hello. Yeah, I don't know a thing about Tom DeLong other than aliens, which we've, which Didn't we do a whole episode yes, about that? All my, all my knowledge of Tom DeLong comes from doing this podcast, and, okay. and it comes from directly from Nick. That's fine. I, I forgot everything I said. You should. Legally, uh, it should be required to forget everything you have spoken. What's that movie? Memento? Yeah, Memento. You should see. I have the entire intro for this podcast tattooed on my chest upside down so i have to look down at it oh. but, but i'm wearing a shirt today since we're on camera during that part normally we don't cut to camera during that part because i have to take yeah, my shirt off that's why i mess it up a little bit uh but that's fine uh we're doing this is the this is the second children's book we've covered yeah we are it is december and we are just, you know, this it, the whole thing was that this was a quarter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we well, COVID's crazy. Twenty twenty. Sometimes quarters last turn into halves. Sometimes you don't go to class. Yeah. Sometimes you have uh, a truncated uh, semester where things take uh, longer. I mean, it uh, in the the think universe, the think cinematic cinematic universe. Um, we could just say that like we played video games instead of going to class, which is kind of we we have managed to do that. I believe that's our Twitch bio. Yeah, Nick Nick's been playing. Uh, our, no, our about theme now says we are the dumbest boys in school because we don't do homework. We play video games. Oh, cool! All right, awesome. <laughs> that is that is correctly and that is accurate. Um, yeah, Nick is Nick is playing through, um. Jedi Fallen Order, mm-hmm. not currently. Um, or he might be. That'd be yeah. rude. What? No, I'm not doing uh, that right now. I'll do that in two hours. Have you? Did you have you, you noticed? This is something that I think, uh, like the Waypoint people talked about when that game first came out. But the guy kind of looks like Archie from Riverdale. Oh yeah, well it's the guy that played the the not Joker on Gotham. The, I know that. The, it, the not Joker? Yeah, he played a character that was like Joker or Jason, but they wouldn't say he's the Joker. Okay. Joker anyway, he. Jason. Yeah, I'm not fucking with you. That's a thing. They're like, because he like cuts off his face and he smiles a lot and then he stitches it back on. And they're like, this is the Joker. And they're like, no, it's not the Joker, but he's Joker esque. Okay, so, so like in the Gotham universe, Joker was the trademarked. Foker. Yeah, the Foker. Is, that's good. Look um, up, I mean, you can look up Gotham Joker, okay, maybe Gotham Show, Gotham the Show Joker, which sounds like a wrestler name, Gotham the, the Show, show Joker, Joker. is just my favorite, um, oh shit, now I've forgotten the director's name, the guy who did uh, Total Recall. Oh, uh, okay, maybe he is the Joker, but he had a twin brother first? Oh, man. Okay. 
Okay, I don't know. They're, Gotham got into some lore about the Joker that I was not prepared he for. He looks really goofy in the Gotham Joker. Well, so what they do is they have one guy who's not the Joker, and it turns out uh, he has a twin brother who then is the Joker, I think. I didn't watch that show. We don't need to do a Gotham episode. That's our last comic book reference. We're not talking about comic books. We're talking about children's books. Paul Verhoeven, by the way, did Showgirls. What? That was the reference. Like, Gotham, the show, Jokers. Like a showgirl. It's not important. Do you know who Paul Verhoeven is? He did Starship Troopers. He made Robocop. Yes, he also did Robocop. Yeah. Very good director. Okay, wow. <laughs> you just gotta come for him like that. No, I didn't say no. I just he's a, he's a good director. I I, like I think he's great. You you know they're, my they're you know a, my favorite RoboCop is RoboCop three, which he did not direct. That's true. I still haven't seen it. Um, I know they are what doing the... a a Total Recall four uh, K release, like literally next week. Oh really? So. That must be uh, pretty exciting for you. Nick, before we get into it, because uh-huh. I, we, we talk about class, but we could also not talk about class. Um, did, did you see the big news today in the world of film? Um, let me think. No. Okay. So Warner Brothers, you're familiar with Warner Brothers. Yeah. The, Yako, the studios. Wacko. Yes, and Dot. And the Warner um, Sister Dot. Yes. Um, they announced today that they are just going to release every film that they have scheduled for release next year on HBO Max. Okay. At the exact same time that it will be in theaters. So, like, for money? Like, you have to pay HBO Max money? Or it's no, just I think it's you... just, it's on, it will be on streaming for a month. Like, it, like, a one month exclusive on streaming. That's wild. With okay. 4K and HDR. That's and then wild. they will pull it off. Wait, so how long is it going to be on? One month. Okay. And then, and then it'll just be in theaters after that. So everything Warner Brothers does. Yeah, so that includes Dune. Um, okay. That will be... It starts with Wonder Woman. I don't know if... I think Wonder Woman's Warner Brothers. Um, uh, so Wonder Woman on Christmas. Dune, uh, the um, Fred Hampton movie, Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm-hmm. Um, Which does Christ, anyone I'm, think that's going to be good? Eh, it'll be. I might be fine. Okay. Um, th- yeah, there's a number of and like a number of pretty big films. I'm I'm completely blanking on the whole the whole slate. Um, but Dune is probably the the big one. Um, I got it. I should just look it up real quick. Um, but yeah, you can still kind of hear it now. Um, That's fine. I love hearing that. I love hearing in the height. Tickle the plastics. Tickle the switches. Right. Here's here's the here's the list. Okay. Uh, in the Heights. Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry the movie. Yeah. Uh, I hope it's as good as Scoob. Okay. Uh, yeah. Sorry. The the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Uh, Matrix Matrix Four. Oh. Really? That's coming out next year? Yeah, end Whoa. of next year. Um, the new Conjuring movie, The Devil Made Me Do It. I'm sure that might not be good. Um, I like Space Jam. Yeah, Space Jam, A New Legacy. 
Um, And then like a bunch of other stuff that is not uh, anything that I'd ever heard of. Um, But it's kind of like a lot. It is a lot. That's that's wild. I mean, it's a smart move. I love I love a movie theater, but I probably won't be going for a long time. And yeah, even well, then, I wouldn't see like big releases for the most part. I, but to me, I don't know. To me, like, and I have like a pretty spanking setup at my place. But like, you do have, to say the least, a pretty spanking setup. Your uh, PSS, as you call it. You said PS Five? No thanks. I want to <laughs> piss. I, I want to piss. Um, but like, I don't know. Like the 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 only I thing that you would want to see. Piss piss uh in the theaters would be like the blockbusters right mm-hmm. where you've got chairs that are yeah the new next space you. jam they're back this time they drink uh pa- powerade no, no, this time they drink vitamin water and think it's uh lebron's special juice i, I don't know how i feel about uh space jam sequel i guess I, I i mean i didn't really have like a like love for michael jordan I think it's good, but I'd rather they like not do a Space Jam sequel and do um, a Space Jam HBO Max series where just each episode is a- another pro athlete has to come help the um, Looney Tunes, like more of like escape, a escape, not be enslaved or whatever the fucking plot of Space Jam is. Yeah, like a like a the Scooby Doo with like Don Knotts and yeah. the. The Globetrotters. Yeah. The famous um, professional athlete, Don Knotts. He was amazing oh, at cricket. Celebrities. People don't know that. We don't talk about that. He's quite a was cricketeer. He... I don't think that's true. Anyway, I just thought that was the thing that, you know, we talk about. Now, he's good at water films. polo because he fell over the uh, side of that boat and became a magic animated fish. What? To defeat the Nazis? What? When Don Knotts fell over the side of the boat and became a magic animated fish, and then he helped America defeat the Nazis. Uh, what is? I I don't know what this is. That's the documentary film, The Incredible Mr. Limpet. Mr. Limpet was Don Knotts' code name at the time. Right, Mr. Limpet. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, sure. If you look it up, he's a very kissable fish. I I don't want to kiss a fish. Uh, do you think they will remake that? The Incredible Mr. Limpet? Um, I think The Incredible Mr. Limpet, you run into a thing like you do with Columbo, where, like, Peter Falk is uh, one of a kind, and, like, so is Don Knotts. Like, who else could be Don Knotts? Um, I did say to uh, Sarah the other night while we were watching French that I think, not now, because I think he's probably too old now, Mm-hmm. But I think John Noble could probably pull off, uh, like, I don't think you would want him to be Columbo Columbo, but, like, he could be, like, Columbo's brother or, or something, like, his 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 cousin. Okay. Sure. But I think, like, I think John John Noble's kind of got that, that look, and he's, like, a distinguished enough actor that he can pull it off. You know what? I Okay, I take it all back. The Incredible Mr. Limpet starring um, John Mulaney. Give me John Mulaney falling off the side of a boat and then becoming a magic animated fish that fights the Nazis. You don't even have to change the rest of the plot at this point in American history, right? Like, he could just be fighting 
you know, we still got them, you know. No, I think it should be a period piece. I think it should be a shot-for-shot shot remake, really. <laughs> oh, um, like the... Can yeah, we get you, Gus Gus Van Sant on this? He's, what's he's, Gus doing? Call up Gus. Uh, get it, get if, him if, in here. If you look if you look at the cover of The Incredible Mr. Limpet, it's just got Don Knotts squitting with his mouth agape in a way that I feel like I would love to see John Mulaney wearing this wicker hat with a suit and bow tie just making that look of... Just like befuddled disdain. Oh man, yeah. Are you seeing it? Yeah, okay. I had to you know what? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I had to pull it up, but yes, it's coming <laughs> mm-hmm. back. It's coming back to me. I don't think I ever saw this, but um I recognize that fish. The incredible Mr. Limpet is like is like something locked away in everyone's mind. I, it to me occupies a similar space as all those movies that Kurt Russell was in when Walt yeah. Disney wanted to like enslave him. He like died, and he was just like, "Don't yeah, let Walt him Disney's free." Walt Disney's last words were, "Capture Kurt Russell." <laughs> yeah, like the like the genie. <laughs> they had to get him inside the lamp. Um, I'm glad he broke free. And then and then went like he did all those movies, and then like immediately went on to be in uh, all those John Carpenter films. Yeah, I'm trying to think what the I and I think I was thinking about the, that the other day. Um, who's like the modern equivalent of? We may have talked about it on here. I don't think we did though. Um, the modern equivalent of Kurt Russell. I was trying to think like who did kids movies and then broke out Zeph- to do action movies. Zephron is probably. I I think uh, I'd say Ryan Gosling because he did all those oh, like Mickey yeah. Mouse Club. Like he did Goosebumps. Hmm. And then. Uh, and now he's he uh, in, beats people to death with a hammer. He's in that X Files, right? Ryan Gosling. Ryan Reynolds was. Ryan Reynolds, other Ryan. My bad. Different Ryan. Different. Also Ryan. can also Canadian. That's true. I don't think Ryan Gosling is Canadian. Is that true? I think he is. He probably is. Considering he was in Goosebumps, they film all that shit in Canada. Yeah, he's Canadian. Okay. Shout out to Canada. Point is, yeah, uh, where America shoots because uh, Vancouver just looks like every place. Vancouver, the world city. They should. They should be their tagline. Yeah, they we're should gonna be paying s- us. We're going to sell that merch. I'm going to make T-shirts that say that, and then we're going to sell them. <laughs> we're going to do. Let's do our own. Um, Let's do our own version of the 50 States Project since Sufjan abandoned his, but instead of making albums about it, let's just make t-shirts with catchy slogans for every... <laughs> for a city in every state. Oh, see, I was thinking, like, if we did... Plus like, if Canada. We, what do you got up there? Territories? Yeah, no, we lean into the Canada thing, right? With the, the provinces or territories. Like, that way you don't have 50 to do. You've got, like, what, seven? Eight? Yeah. And max? We had knocked That's those out easy. quick. One, you have to do one in French, you know, for Quebec, but like everything else, whatever, easy. Um, so Nick, boxcar children, you want to yeah, start talking about? See, so you read the car? book, right? Yeah. Did you not? Did you not read, do the? I read the book in the way that by reading you mean watch, and by uh, book you mean movie. Okay, the 2014 film. Right. Okay. <clears throat> Which. I, okay, I'm gonna start off by saying I liked it. 
Okay. I like boxcar children. For me, like 50% of that movie was just some kids vibing in the woods. Yeah, which, I mean that is that is it. Great. You know? Um so okay, you said you read the first version of the book, right? Yeah, the original, the nineteen twenty four version. Because it's written by Gertrude Chandler Warner, who ever since she was a little girl wanted to be an author. And then after she wrote, like, I think, like, a nine-part series for this, like, uh, church, she um, decided to just, like, do something for her. And then she thought about, what do I want to do? And then in, like, I mean, just vibes all around with this woman. But she was just like, if I could do anything, I would just live in a little box in the middle of nowhere. Wasn't she? She was also sick. I'm pretty sure she, like, got pneumonia or bronchitis and then was sick. And then was just like, well, I'm stuck in bed. So her I'm going to write. Life? Not her entire life, but that, oh, I, th- I thought I read that. With... Um, I think when she, I don't. I Maybe I misread, I'm... which is possible. Oh, okay. Yeah. She was sick in school. But okay. she didn't. She didn't I mean, we the are books too. Until like, yeah. She didn't read the books until a while later. When, when she was born? When 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 was she born? Because she when was she born? Eighteen ninety. Okay. April so 16th. the first one came out in twenty four, but then the second one did not come out until like post World War Two, I think. Yeah. Well, okay. So Boxcar Children has one of my favorite fucking plot trajectories of any series because the first one is okay. Let's talk about the first thing first, and then we'll get into the series because there are like a hundred of these books. Yeah, there's a lot of them. And she like, wrote 30 of them or something like that. Yeah, she wrote the first one and then took a little break. Uh, uh, yeah, a little less. Like a 25-year break. Yeah, it was, like, it was like 49, I think. Yeah, and then, yeah, 49. And then just kind of pumping them out every couple of years for the rest of her life. Until she died in 79? Uh, or was the yes. last one published yeah, in she, 79? Yeah, she, the last one was published in 76. She died in 79. Okay, in 79, okay. Uh, and then they waited until 1991, and then they mm-hmm. started writing other ones, and the latest one came out this year. Two yep. of them came out this year. But, so, um, what the original version came out in 1924. Then she did another version, an updated version. She did her Star Wars re-releases, special edition re-releases, yeah. in Where she, uh, 42. She updated the they they she doesn't talk about the father they changed the name um yeah the 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 dog is they now the people were like hey why is this dog super visible so they cgi'd some rocks in so that the dog you know it's like oh that dog couldn't hide there yeah yeah and she wrote the dog wedged himself into a side of the uh cliff uh so no one could see him um, they did actually, she did actually change the, um, type of dog. Oh, but I don't remember what the type of dog is in the in, original. In 19, in the, uh, 24 version, uh, watch the dog mm. is an Airedale Terrier. Yes. And that's then, right. um, afterwards she makes him a, uh, wire Fox Terrier. I guess she just learned in that time that she liked, uh, wire Fox Terriers better. But <clears throat> most good, of the ch- they're good dogs. They they both look like very good, good dogs. I don't know what an Air- Airsdale Terrier looks like, but the I'm gonna Fox, tell you, Fire Wire Fox I saw at the very dog show similar, week. buddy. Like 
very they're, like it, it, it literally like, i'm looking at them side by side right now and it looks like that thing when like uh both of you want to play as kirby in smash brothers so one of you has to do the alternate costume because they look fucking identical except a color palette swap here uh it looks kind of like uh, there's a dog that had a really goofy cut at the dog show yeah they're very similar um where it looks they cut its hair so that it looks like it was wearing like a a helmet um Mm -hmm. and actually really what it looked like is it looked like the alien from alien like that's just what its head looked like okay i didn't I, um, i didn't watch the dog show but you tell me there's a bowl cut dog that looked like an alien yeah, I'll drop it in the. It, this is where I will drop a thing in the Discord. Uh, Discord, if you are a member of the Discord and yeah. want to. If not, go to patreon.com slash theme, sign up for the Discord. You can see pictures of weird dogs. Uh, but so that she changed the dog. She was like, hey, this dog, this <laughs> dog sucks. She, she changed the dog. She updated a couple of the ages. Um, nothing like super significant, but. Um, Mostly just made like one uh, the older boy like a year older. Older, yeah, he was yeah. thirteen and now he's fourteen. And then um, the younger boy a, a year older too. Okay, so he's six now. Yeah, um, <clears throat> changed it from changed the uh, yeah the older daughter's name from Jess to Jesse, and left okay, Violet whatever. alone. Uh, okay. But and then changed it from Dr. McAllister to Dr. Moore. You read Dr. McAllister, right? Yes. Yep. Okay. And his Irish <laughs> mom. She was like, there's a <laughs> lot about how Irish the mom is. Yeah. Um, so, and, and also, uh, they apparently changed, because in the version you read, it starts with them becoming orphans, right? Yeah, it literally opens up. Like, let me, I've got it pulled up right now. Let me pull this up. Um, here's the, here's the Which opening. Which is just a fucking way to begin this book, man. Uh, yeah, let me open up to when you get to the part where their father dies. Yeah, please tell me about the death of the father, because that was right. not at all in anything I consumed for this. About seven o'clock, one hot summer evening, a strange family moved into the little village of Middlesex. Uh, nobody knew where they came from or who they were, but the neighbors soon made up their minds what they thought of the strangers, for the father was very drunk. He could hardly walk up the rickety front steps of the old tumble-down house, and his 13-year-old son had to help him. Toward 8 o'clock, a pretty capable-looking girl of 12 came out of the house and bought a loaf of bread at the baker's, and that was all the villagers learned about the newcomers that night. There are four children, said the uh, bake shop woman to her husband the next day, and their mother is dead. They must have some money, for the girl paid for the bread with a dollar bill. Make them pay for everything they get, growled the baker, who was a hard man. The father is nearly dead with drink now, and soon they will only be beggars. This happened sooner than he thought. The next day, the oldest boy and girl came to ask the big shop woman to come over. Their father was dead. Holy <laughs> like, shit. Yeah, that's okay. just how it opens. Okay, so she wrote it in 42 um, with a like limited vocabulary. So it could be mm-hmm. taught, like, read to children in schools. What up, Josh? Um, good, good time to join, man. Uh, so in, in, the night, in the updated version, she was like, I guess we don't need to talk about how the dads are drunk and uh, the parents are die. Um, and in, in the movie that I watched, 
um, the boxcar just breaks off a train and then just rolls down to the middle of the woods. And then oh, you just, wow. Yeah, it starts with the boxcar. Are and the then, kids in the boxcar? No. Or are they, the, okay. No. The okay. kids are walking down the street and then they see uh, a bakery and then the little boy's like, I want a cupcake. And they're like, no, cupcakes are dumb. You know what? We want three loaves of bread. And then... uh Smart. Then the little boy's like, mm, and then they get three loaves of bread, and the little boy's like, can I get a cupcake too? And they're like, all right, just this once. And then the uh, the baker, the woman, uh, as it's credited in the movie, the baker's and the baker's wife, uh, the the woman in the bakery is like, that'll be ten cents extra, and they give it, and then they look outside, and it's raining super hard. So uh, they're like, hey, just throwing this out there, um, can we stay here tonight? And the baker's wife is like, what? And she's like, we will work so hard. We will clean everything and do all the chores. And she's like, yep, <laughs> it's, the, it's the old times. It's, that's completely fine. Okay, so, so it's still set in the 20s then, in the version that you watched? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. They don't say, they don't say what year it is, but it feels like the 20s. I mean, I figure with that, it's 10 cents extra to get a cupcake. That seems like. 1920s price. It feels like how much stuff costs in the 20s. So th- so that's an interesting thing about this. Um real quick, the uh, like <sighs> plot summary of this story. Mhm. Four kids are orphaned. Oh, I think we're to- working on that, man. We don't have okay. to jump ahead. I would like to go piece okay. by piece. You want to go piece by piece? All right, that's fine. Cuz there's I just not want- that much to it. That's true. Um, Honestly, oh, it's I- there, yeah, there, I was just going to say there there's some prices. There's some prices that you get that are a little absurd. But that I guess I guess we'll come back to that because that's a little bit later. You have the details. You know the prices. All I saw were CGI coins drop in a hand. Yeah. <laughs> um oh. but so s- then they're in the they're, she's like sure, stay in the basement. And then they go in the basement or wherever okay. they, wherever you put fucking five four extra kids that are hanging out and um then they're like she's saying something and she's talking to her husband the baker and she's like i some kids walked in i think we should keep them and the husband like hits his head on the oven is, or the overhang in front of the oven is like what and she's like they're good workers you should be real hard on the oldest boy because he needs discipline uh the younger two girls they can work but there's a little boy let's take him to the orphanage and it's just like for sure yeah let's let's take i'll take him to the children's home first thing in the morning so they hear that and they're like let's be quiet and then get the fuck out of here and then they just bail in the middle of the night and pretty much walk until they find uh an abandoned boxcar in the woods okay um okay how does that match to your experience of them becoming the children of the boxcar Okay, so in the, in the book, in the novel, um, they go to the baker's wife, and they're like, mm-hmm. yo, our father died. Can you come, like, stay at our house? And then can they overhear... Can you live with us? <laughs> yeah, she's like, can you, just, can you just crash here tonight? And she's just like, okay. Um, and then the, she basically asks them, like, hey, do you have family? And they're like, well, we've got a, a, a grandfather. Um, and they don't want to go live with the grandfather because it, he disapproved of their parents' marriage, and so none of the kids have talked to the grandfather. That's like a recurring. Yeah, I, I want to say no, recurring because that, it comes that's up like the twice. same for me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So nobody's talked to the grandfather, but they're just like, yeah, he's a fucking asshole. 
Like, I didn't talk to him, but he sucked. And so they, yeah, the, they, the dialogue they, is they're like, don't you have any family? And then the little boy's like, yeah, we have a grandpa, but we hate him. And then the older sister's like, well, he's just really mean, and he hated our mom, and he never visited us, and he doesn't talk to us, and we don't know what he looks like or who he is, but we know he's out there, and we know he's mean. So we don't yeah. want to ever talk to him. And that's why, that's because the baker's like, well, you should take the little boy to the grandpa, right? And she's like, no, he should go to the orphanage. Because uh, they said he's me. Yeah, there's no orphanage in, in this. They're just like straight up like, all right, you're going to go grandpa. And they're like, all right, cool. We're going to leave in the middle of the night. Peace. Uh, and then they, they, you know, uh, so they're in middle six. They go to Townsend, but they realize like we can't really go into any towns because then these people will follow us and know like because they're four kids. It's not like a common occurrence to just see four kids walking along a, a road. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're planning on going to Intervale, which is a large enough town. Their idea is that it's a large enough town that nobody will notice if four kids just show up. Yeah. Um, but they don't get there. And then somewhere in between where they started in Intervale, they they uh, go to hide in the woods because they sleep in a, they sleep in a big old hay bale. Um, which I don't know how big this hay bale is because they're like talking about like carving out rooms mm-hmm. for the kids inside the hay bale. In the hay bale? Inside the hay bale, yeah. That's a big hay bale. Um, and they're like walking along the road and they hear like a horse coming. And so they duck into the woods and it's the baker. So they're just like, all right, we got to hide somewhere. And that's when they find the boxcar and then it starts raining. Okay. Yeah, no, that's right. That's right. Cause they're in the, they're sneaking out and then they see the, the, yeah, the baker and the baker's wife. And then they're like, we gotta go into the woods. And then they find the boxcar. And then they're like, uh, all we ever needed. And then for the next, like, hour, the movie just seems like fucking paradise. It's just four kids hanging out. They don't seem Is that hungry. Is the one hungry. kid working? <laughs> not yet. Not at first. There's, like, a okay, while that's... where they're straight up just vibing, dude. They're not doing okay. anything other than vibing. They're just walking around looking at flowers, grabbing sticks, just, like, looking at flowers it seems very nice and then eventually the oldest boy is like we need money and then he walks into town which i feel like it's called like what did you say uh townsend i think is what it is in the book it's unclear i don't know if the town is ever named because intervale is the big one that they were going to but that's not where he winds up at intervale Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like they changed it they go to silver city Oh, okay. So, okay, it's great. Because the, the, they just vibe in the woods for a little while. And then eventually, uh, Henry, the eldest boy, is like, we need some money if we're not going to die in this boxcar. Um, or, but really, the way they play it off is he's just like, mm, I should go get a job. And then he walks into town. He's walking in the middle of the road. A car almost hits him. And he just goes, whoa, and gets out of the way. Does that okay. happen in the book? No. Okay. <laughs> a car fucking zooms by because he's walking in the middle the, of the road. Here's, and the he's thing, like, oh, thing, an automobile. Yeah, the thing about the book is that the book is A, like, kind of bizarrely written. Like, it, mm-hmm. it is very much like, thing happens, and then thing happens. And, like, none of the kids talk like you would really imagine kids talking like. that. That's, like, not a thing that she's... That's not, like, the style she's going for. Um, they're... And then they're not, like, adult but they're not like there's the, I, there's not like voices, right? Like the characters don't feel like characters. They're just 
different names on the page yeah um but they do like they get the box card there's like maybe a day where they're setting up and Mm -hmm. like making their like dope waterfall swimming pool thing um but then the kid does go into town and just like immediately it's just like yeah i saw a doctor he was he was mowing his grass and then his phone rang so i was just like you want me to finish it up for you and he was he's like yeah so i mowed his grass and then he gave me a dollar and said come back tomorrow um and a dollar is a lot of money mm-hmm. like a dollar is 15 bucks like a dollar and 24 is 15 bucks now roughly which i guess for like a a full day's worth of work, which is eventually like what he establishes is, is that he's doing this doctor's chores for multiple hours a day. And he's only getting 15 bucks. Um, maybe that's not equivalent, but like, that's a decent amount of money. That's, that's um, a, that's to get a paid solid wage daily. And but. that's, that's in the movie. He walks into town, sees an old man, Mo McGrath, and, uh, he's like, looks like you need some help. And, uh, the doctor's like, Hey, I'm Dr. Moore. Um, yeah, I need a lot of work done. Do you know what you're doing? And the kid's like, Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. And the guy's just like, sure. Here's a lawnmower. This kid is, a like a savant at everything. Dude, it's he- in it. It is fucking nuts. He just like, can you imagine getting a job that way? You just see someone struggle with something and you're like, hey, I could do that for you. And they're like, well, have you ever done something like this before? Let me see your resume. And he's like, no, I'm just good at it. Trust me. And he's like, okay. And then it's just like a montage of him getting like nickels and dimes and just like coins, which by the way, I want to say this movie's poorly animated, but I've seen what the new, um, what is it? The Studio Ghibli? Yeah, the, the studio Ghibli like film with a 3D. Yeah, it it's basically looks like that. But some of the animations are so bad where people be lying down, and then they just very much like like weird straight movement. So them dropping coins from hand was just like turn hand, coin full. Hand okay, turn. cool. Um, but then it's just a montage of him like polishing a car, and it gets shinier, and then it gets more coin, and then it goes back to the kids in the boxcar, and then they're just like hanging stuff up, and buying cupcakes and bread and milk and keeping it in the lake and he's trimming the hedges while yeah, the like, jar fills with coins that's that's the thing right it's like so, so he they're just like hey can you do just everything it's like mm-hmm. i need you to clean my garage i need you to cut the grass uh there's a cherry picking scene at one point mm-hmm. um it's just like literally everything that they ask, like this kid can do no wrong. He's perfect. Everyone loves him. He's making so many friends with all the other people who got hired to pick cherries. I have no idea how big the cherry orchard that this uh, doctor has must be because there's no there's no yeah, description there's of it. A, there's a scene other than, where like a boy brings a sack of veggies fresh from the doctor's garden and the doctor like Don Corleone's like this one. is for you. He's like, thanks. And then he takes it back. And then his little sister's just like got a big crock pot above the fire and is making what looks like a great soup, a nice little stew. I mean, that is that's in the book as well, except it's not him. It's his uh, it's his mother and his mother is just like this kid is the best gardener I have ever seen in my life. (laughs) There's a couple scenes with that was his mom. 
Yeah, the old he's like it's, I, he says it's his mom. Maybe he's doing like a Mike Pence thing where it's it's, it's his wife, I, but he calls her mom. So Dude, the, there is enough weird vocabulary stuff in this 1924 edition that I'm just like, sure, <laughs> I buy it. In the in the movie version that I watched, uh, that character is voiced by J.K. Simmons, and looks um more or less like like a combination of me and you. Is basically oh. what this guy looks like. He's got my mustache, but he wears suspenders like you. Uh, he's just a very normal guy. And he doesn't say anything about... Um, it, oh, the, man. The yeah, woman. this animation style is something. It looks like like maybe kind of uh, Professor Layton-esque seems to be what they're going for. I don't know what that is. What's that? Uh, it's like a series of 3DS or uh, for DS games. It's not actually. It's not even that. It's like more. It's it's not as flat. Like the whole thing with Professor Layton is it's flat. Um. Yeah. It's a very weird style. And you're right. Uh, Doctor Moore does look like um. <laughs> he's got that big bushy mustache. The the wireframe glasses. Good. But older, obviously. Um, and voiced by yeah. J.K. Simmons, but sounding very nice. Okay. That's... Uh, that's I don't, that, I don't buy that. Um, okay, so they find a dog. Mm-hmm. Okay, admittedly, this is why I just like left the room and came back and they had a dog. And I was like, why not? They build basically loves in this fucking boxcar. Yeah, I mean, the way it works in the book is like, somebody's out in the woods... And the dog comes up to him, and it's got a, its paws hurt, and they pull a thorn mm-hmm. out, and the dog's just like, "Cool, I'm gonna live with you now." <laughs> yeah, and that's it. There's like this the thing is like there's not, it's like things just happen, and there's no like I said, there's no characterization. It's just all which is it's a kids book, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, keep that in mind. Um, and they just do that for a while. Yeah. Right. Um, and there and it hints in the book that like the doctor knows what's up. Like he's like suspicious. Um they hear something they hear something outside the boxcar, like one of the like the first second night, maybe that uh Henry went into town to go work for him. And it's mm-hmm. very clear that it's the doctor like coming to check up on them and just deciding, like, yeah, they're fine, I'll just leave them alone. Um and then he like when they do the cherry picking thing, he's like, "Yeah, if you uh, if you know anybody else who wants to help out picking cherries, bring them along." Um, yeah, so that's it's, like, right. Very and then clear they that, all show up. Yeah. Um. And then he finds out like he sees an ad in the paper from J H. Cordis. So Cordis is the family name. Oh, and this uh, they're Alden. Yeah, they, that's one of the changes in the okay. 42 version. Um, but, yeah, it's like Cordice. Um, but he's like a steel mill magnet in the Fine. book. <laughs> and, like, he's put out a $5,000 reward yeah. for any information that will lead him to, the, the like, his four grandchildren. Yeah. Which is, that's like $75,000 now. Dude. Which, That's a lot of money. And I guess gonna, for we're gonna get children. to it, right? What you're talking about, field day? Yeah, I have, yeah. I mean, do we? We should hold. We should. On. Okay, we should we'll just, get there. No, we'll we should. There. No, we should just get into it. Like, what else happened? 
No, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Because um, Violet, get, Violet gets sick, and they're like, we can't tell anyone. We can take care of it. Oh, she does not get sick yet. Oh, really? In the book. Yeah, the book, that's like the last thing that happens. So, really? Yeah, so wait, in the... Wait, wait. You might be right. I might have it turned around. Because he goes and does the whole uh, track and field thing and meets him way before he comes to town. Mm-hmm. So he goes in. Um, the doctor. The doctor basically one day, Henry shows up to work, and the doctor's just like, "You know what? Instead of working, I want you no, to you're go." Right. You're right. Yeah, it's he's the like, fir- "It's the first day where they they like all come into town," and he's like, "No, today, children, you don't have to labor." Oh, it's just it's just Henry in the book. Like, oh really? Like, yeah, yeah and Henry just all the kids. Okay, that that makes more sense. But yeah, in the in the book, it's just like Henry comes in. The doctor's just like, you know what? Um, instead of working, uh, this guy is having like basically the Olympics in the town over. I want you to go there, and I want you to just keep track of the winners for me. I'm oh, just really? saying, like, I yeah. he, he's, he's like, like I can't he's do like, it. I can't go. So just I want you to tell me who wins. And so he just sends him. He like drives him, drives him over to that town, drops him off, and it's just like bye. Yeah. Um. And then it, apparently he stayed because there's a thing in the book about like how he knew that the guy who put it together is the grandfather. Yeah. Okay. So what happens in the movie is that does Henry compete? <clears throat> yes. Yes, that okay. does happen. Henry wins, and then like everyone's so Somehow. happy, and all the kids are happy. Yeah, and then, I mean, he's been working hard every day to get that 15 bucks and and now money. That's true. So he's in shape. But then, um, then, uh, like, the grandfather, who you know is the grandfather because he looks like a tall old Henry. Like, they look, in in the book, they look the same in this. Um, Yeah, it's not, I mean, you know it's in the book. It's telegraphed pretty, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, an old man? Yeah, this is going to come up. But um, he's like, wow, you're the fastest boy I've ever seen. What's your name? And uh, he's like, my name's Henry. And he's like, my name's Henry, too. And then you just see, like, it cuts to a crowd shot. And then you just see the doctor standing, like, behind the crowd, just kind of, like, laughing and nodding. And then it shows the kids walking home, and then it has the the little boy just being like, I'm Henry, I'm the fastest boy in the whole world. Are we famous now? Oh. So cute shit. Yeah. So how this happens in the book is literally the doctor sits down, sees the ad that's like five thousand dollars for info about these kids. Then you get like a brief little interlude about the Cordis steel mills in the city of Greenfield is where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and and you get this, and this is a this is a. I'm gonna go ahead and read the quote that I sent you, you earlier. Read the excerpt? I'm gonna read the excerpt from this. Um, Once a year, J. H. Cordis allowed himself a holiday. If he had a weakness, it was for healthy boys, boys running without their hats, boys <laughs> no. jumping, boys no. throwing rings. Boys swimming, boys uh, vaulting with a long pole, oh boy. and in company with three other extremely rich men, he arranged once a no, year no, no, a no, field no, day no, for no, the no, town no. of Intervale. No. The men attended uh, it in person and supplied all the money. This was field day. Oh God! So it sounds yeah. like it sounds completely perverse um, through our modern gutter minds. It's it's like like 
it's one of those things where like i want to know what the if the 1942 version changed that at all mm-hmm. because currently this is like the the pilot from airplane <laughs> where he, yeah where he's just like but you is like that just a hanging around thing of back then were you just an old man that was like a lot of kids are malnourished these days especially <laughs> i love yeah i'd I love to throw a, a competition to watch all the boys strip down and wrestle for let's see money. let's let's see who the strongest <laughs> boy is i like you know i like my boys healthy um with yeah a, it's a just vaulting with a long pole it yeah. was that the Inc- line yes boys vaulting with a long pole um it's it, inc- <laughs> with theme bucks now i don't know how any of that works but we're figuring it out oh boy um yeah it's just a very bizarre thing and and, and yeah he like he like shows up and he's keeping track and then at one point they're just like oh there's a race it's open to everybody and it's just like has nothing else been it's unclear how these <laughs> games are structured um and some some guy is just like kid you should run and he's like okay and he's like do you think you'll do well and he's like i don't know and he's like well these guys have all been training and he's like i haven't and then he gets in and he talks about like pacing himself he's like you know the the thing that i know about races is that uh, it all comes down to the second half um and it's a mile race so like he's racing against like people of all ages that's the thing it's open to everybody and so somehow in a mile race he wins outright and all i can think is just like okay like you don't need to pace yourself for a one, a one mile race you could probably you could you could sprint a mile and like be fine you know um you might start to tail off there at the end but it's not really that big of a worry but he wins he gets 25 bucks. Um, they go back, and then that's when Violet gets sick. Mm-hmm. I think that's he does. Right. He does. He does shake hands with. Um, the big thing there is that uh, J. H. Cordis is James Henry Cordis, and he gives the name Henry James. Yes. And then there's a the whole thing about investing money in a bank. Whatever. That's yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't that's know liberal about bullshit. You don't need to pay attention to that. I don't know anything about investing money in a bank. Pretty much the next thing I remember is that, uh, yeah, Violet gets sick, and they're like, we can handle this. And then again, oh, they do, they do teach, um, Benny is the young kid's name. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do teach him to read. Oh, yeah. And he writes, he does write out what looks like the lyrics to, um, uh, the who's, the who's, uh, the real me. Were there drawings in the book you read? Yeah, there's some drawings on the okay, and the um, yeah, because I, I I get we get that, but in the movie it's just uh like as the montage plays, you see them burning a stick and then using that stick as a pencil for the for Benny to write A B C. Yeah, that that they, they, you get like what he wrote. You get hit. He wrote like see me, come see, come see me. The real me. <laughs> uh, realize, realize, come to, realize. Come to, yeah, come. Ooh, ooh. See me. Come. Come to me. Come to see me. Cat I don't like rat. that, man. You gotta stop. <laughs> it's, it's like kind of like terrifying shit for a kid to be writing. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and then and Benny's yeah. just like, the ghost tells me to say that. 
Yeah, and then Violet gets sick. They take her to see the doctor. It's it's is that a fucking Riddler reference from uh, the new sexy Batman? Oh yeah, I gave you all the clues. This is what Joker sounds like. Who knows what uh, Paul Dano oh, is going to sound like? Joker the Snowman. Yeah, the snow the snowman, the Goth Gotham the Gotham Snowman. Um, actually, it's Mister Freeze. Shit. Obviously, he might be in the movie too. Um, Violet gets What's sick. Mr. F- yeah, uh, this, Violet I'm gets not going to go down this round. Violet gets <laughs> sick. She gets she gets pneumonia. Uh huh. I think, and they go to the doctor, and um, J. H. Cordis is there, and they're just like they think he's just a friend of the doctor's, mm-hmm. and then and there's like this whole thing where like I feel like in a different book they would structure it maybe a little bit better, but his whole plan is just like. I don't understand why the kids don't want to see me. And the doctor's just like, well, you know what? Um, if you like, don't tell them who you are, just befriend them first and then reveal your identity and it'll be fine. And that's what he does that. He just like hangs out at the doctor. Like he crashes at the doctor's place yeah. for like a while. It seems okay, like that's it's something not I want clear. to talk about a, a little later. Um, like that would like a steel magnet just like yeah it's showing up weird the, literally what happens is that um fucking the so violet's sick and then grandpa shows up and benny answers the door and he's like little boy is the doctor in and the kid's like uh yeah but he's busy and grandpa's like well what if i told you to tell him i had a whole bunch of money for him and uh, the no, little boy's like, I don't think he cares about money that much. He's taking care of my sick sister. He's like, but I very much want to see him. And then he's like, well, why do you want to see him so much? And he's like, I have a little, I, I know a little boy about your age that is missing. And I think he has information. And he's like, oh, okay, sure, come in. And then he comes in and then... um they just hang out in the parlor well and the doctor's like so clearly these are like your grandchildren he's like you're yeah you did it uh would you like that five thousand dollars now and the doctor's like oh no no i'm good man i don't need your money Um, i think you should just move in for a little while (laughs) that is not a thing that like if that happens in the book i missed it because literally the way that goes down in the book is he just talks to that kid for a while and mm-hmm. the kids are like the kid, the kid's not even like oh the doctor's busy he's just like come in sit in the parlor and he's like like okay cool I would like to see the doctor and he's like oh he's busy and he's like well it it concerns a lot of money and he's you know does the same thing of like it's, he's taking care of my sister and he's mm-hmm. like oh cool you know uh, I I have a, a a a grandson who would be right about your age and he's like oh cool Mister that's cool and he's like <laughs> they just chill and hang out yeah and then he leaves. And then the doctor shows up and he's just like, oh, yeah, that's your grandkid. And he's just like, really? Like, he didn't know. <laughs> oh, really? In the book, and I, I, like in the movie, I swear he knows. He's just like, it's surprising that such a charming little boy could come from my blood or whatever. Yeah, no, it's Does just. Does he turn down sh- the money, too, in the book? Uh, here's here's how this works. Um, okay. uh, 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 Benny likes him because he's got a nice suit and a nice laugh. <laughs> and then Benny's gonna go find the dog. Um, oh, they bond over the fact that um, uh, the guy had a dog that's dead. Um, so he says, 
Uh, the Damn, doctor comes down and says, yeah, but the doctor comes down and says, better go and find watch, Benny. Uh, Benny says, uh, perhaps someday I'll come again. I like your dog and I'm sorry he's dead. With that, he scampered off to find watch, who is very much alive. A weird, <laughs> a weird sentence. Uh, I expected you, Mr. Cordes, said the doctor, smiling, only not I don't quite think so soon. alive. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you think they died in I this think, I think if you ever use the phrase, who is very much alive, that's how I'm going to start introducing you for the podcast. And <laughs> not your other host, Paul Vine, who is very Who's much very alive. Much. He is not being deep faked. Um, but he says, I-, I expected you, Mr. Cordes, said the doctor, smiling, only not quite so soon. I came the moment I heard your name hinted at. My chauffeur heard two workmen say that you knew where my four grandchildren were. That's all I waited to hear. Is it true? And where are they? That was one of them, said the doctor quietly. That was one of them, repeated the man. That beautiful little boy. <laughs> yes, he is beautiful, assented Dr. McAllister. They all are. The only trouble is they're all frightened to death to think of your finding them. Mm-hmm. And, and, and like, there's nothing about the money. If it, if maybe I missed it, but there's nothing. And then he does straight up be like, um, don't tell them who you are because Violet's sick. So like, just hang out here for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, um, then the grandpa's like, I have good news. I'm living here for a little while. And then they just, uh, then they all just vibe together. Yeah, and then, like, it's pretty quick, like, uh, they, uh, sorry, go he, ahead. uh, um, he does recognize what happens is the wife does not reveal the grandfather's identity. Like, he comes mm-hmm. to dinner and she makes it a point not to say what his name is. And then he just, like, is there for what seems like a week. Uh, and then Henry shows up and shakes hands with him and he says something that is very similar to what he said when Henry won the race and Henry mm-hmm. goes like oh you're that guy and the doctor just goes like oh yeah that's J.H. J- uh, Cordis or whatever he's just like who was that man he's like oh yeah that's J.H. Cordis the, the steel mill owner like he didn't mean to okay and it just seems like the doctor accidentally forgot that like oh yeah we were hiding this guy's identity yeah and that's it. And then they, they're like, oh, cool. You're a grandpa? You don't seem that bad. And he's like, come live with me. And they're like, cool, let's go live in your giant mansion. Uh, and then the kids live there for a while. They get, they're get they bummed out because uh, it's a nice house and they kind of miss the boxcar, so he brings the boxcar to them. And that's it. That's how it ends. That's basically what happens in the movie, except the reveal is that um, Henry knows that it's the guy who from the race. And he's like, my name's Henry. And then they're talking for a while. They're like whittling or working on something. And he's like, oh, you'd have more luck. Use my knife. And he hands him a knife. Um, what up? Welcome. Welcome to the tail end of our conversation about a boxcar children. Uh, the first book. Then we got to talk about series. Uh, just one more thing. Um, but then he gives him the knife. And then Henry looks at the knife and s- sees it says J-H-A. And he goes to the doctor and he's like, you got to be straight with me, man. Is that is that Henry known by any other name? And he's like, well, actually, he goes by uh, John Henry Alden. And he's like, mm-hmm. And then, then the grandpa's sitting around with the kids, and then uh, Henry's, like, like psyching himself up, and he's like, all right, well, it's now or never. And he's like, are you our grandpa? And then... Uh, then he's gonna uh, fight him. <laughs> and then grandpa's like, yeah, I'm your grandpa. And then all the kids, other kids are like, but didn't you hate us? And he's like, 
No. I love you. And um come, this, come is all, this is all charade because I thought you hated me. Awkward. Um, do you want to come live in my giant mansion? And they're like, uh yeah. And then they get in the boxcar, then he brings the boxcar over. Uh, and then he's like, oh. I have a big surprise for you. Or he takes so him he, to the boxcar. Does he bring the boxcar initially? No, it's like they go they go to the boxcar, they say goodbye, they close the door. Oh, okay. They get and then he's stuff, like, yes. I've got a surprise for you. And then it's the boxcar in the backyard. Uh, yeah, it's a, yeah. That, yes, Black Sabbath sold them for a little bit. They might still sell them. Uh, yes. Yeah, Black, uh, Black Sabbath Black did a couple Lives of... Matter. Uh, did a couple of boxcar children novels um, after Gertrude <laughs> Stein, the author of Boxcar Children, passed. Do you want to get Do you want to get into the rest of the franchise real quick? No, hold on, real quick, real quick. Okay. The the other thing before they go to grab all their stuff is that the doctor does reveal that like he's like, oh yeah, I've been watching you. Like I know who all you are. I know how many yeah. of you there are. I've been watching you the entire time, and the kids are just like how why did you how did you know and he's just yeah. like nah like my wife and i keep coming up here all the time to make sure yeah. the kids are okay wait his wife or his mom his uh, i think this this <laughs> time he does say his wife okay i'm confused on all that let me let me uh no it does say dr McAllister and his mother so maybe it is his, his okay yeah in in what i saw it's definitely his wife but it makes uh, more it makes more sense they, that it they, was originally okay. his mother because this is something I would like to talk about. Um, if once we should we talk about the author or we, the rest of the books in the series? Uh, I at this point I'm out. Of, I only read the book. I do not know have any background information. They do okay. She is referred to as Mrs. McAllister. Yeah, but they do say it. it Okay, in in the movie that I saw, it's his wife. But, um, Gertrude Chandler Warner, who is the author of uh, the Boxcar Children series, seems to be an interesting person. I want to read you the final paragraph of her biography, of her life, yes. Um, Here's what it says, which I feel like makes, puts some of this stuff in in context. Um, Warner never married. She lived in her parents' home for almost 40 years, then moved to her grandmother's house. In 1962, she moved to a brown-shingled house and lived there with her companion, a retired nurse. In her later life, before she died at 89, Warner became a volunteer for the American Red Cross, the Connecticut Cancer Society, and other charitable organizations. She's buried in Grove Street Cemetery, Putnam, Connecticut. Yeah, so that's the thing, is that, like, I don't know if that's an old-timey thing, but she lived in her parents' house for nearly 40 years. So it's like, it would be normal for her that, like, someone's mom would be around. But then moved to her grandmother's house, and then lived with her companion, a retired nurse. Which, I did read another site that, in it used to say on Wikipedia that, like, it was a secret at the time because she was a Christian, or, like, raised Christian, that she was a lesbian, but then that was removed because of lack of citation. So that is, okay. you know, a, a a rumor, but it is unverified. All right, that's. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, no, I shouldn't say it makes sense. Like, there's not. I don't have any info about this woman's life, but like, that seems like the kind of thing that, like, especially from the twenties to 
even the 70s you'd keep on the down low especially in fucking new england are you kidding mm-hmm. me Such i mean it's an, it's entirely possible so that great gertrude chandler Warner um is just like an asexual icon and just never had uh I, I, it's hard for me to reconcile lived at her parents house for 40 years Without right. any history of relationships. And, like, her fantasy, like, this is her fantasy, was just, like, living in a desolate little boxcar, living in a small shack with your family. Like, that's all she wanted. Yeah, I mean, that, who wants, what else could you want out of life? That it's seems simple, like and goals. it's beautiful, and Gertrude Chandler Warner seems, regardless of her her whole deal, which I couldn't find a ton on. I, it's weird it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of information about her like her wikipedia page is pretty slim despite there being again like 120 of these books yeah um so she, that's i mean that's she that's wanted all I to know. be a writer she became a writer and her life just seemed to be very peaceful and um aspirational and i want to fucking talk about what she decided to do with the boxcar children series right so so again the first book came out in 24 mm-hmm. she w- waited until 42 and then rewrote it she got like a big deal with some publisher i think which is simon and schuster scholastic books yeah which is why she rewrote it with like vocab in mind because they they like gave her like the vocab list and be like hey here's what you need to do Mm -hmm. um and then like in 49 she started doing more what happened after that like what what happens with the the follow-ups because i know that they're like mystery yeah, like they basically they become mysteries. like the hardy. The first the book hardy is boys? about some orphans that vibe in the woods, and then in the second book, they just start solving mysteries. They travel places and solve mysteries. The second one, which I was going to watch the movie, but then then it was time to do other things. But the second one is called Surprise Island. The boxcar yeah, children Island. on Surprise Island. Which uh, the, the, the third rad. one's called like the Yellow Mystery or something. The Yellow House Mystery. Yeah, it's... it's <laughs> Like, I wish everything was like that. Where you have the first, like, establishing book that's like, here's the story, and then it just turns into pulp immediately afterwards. Like, this is my, like, dream movie of Rocky versus the Martians, where after, like, Rocky two, after he's the best boxer, that he goes into space. Like, after these children were like, we got a rich grandpa, we were orphans, but we're fine now, that they just travel and solve mysteries. I, I, more things should do that, right? Like, the end end of Lord of the Rings. End of Lord of the Rings should be like, we return to the Shire. It has been sacked and burned. Uh, Time to go open up, you know, the Hobbit Detective Agency. And it's just Frodo and Sam. It should be fine. And then it should be Frodo and Sam being like a very pleasant Columbo. (laughs) Just like, someone took (laughs) Mrs. A very pleasant Columbo. Oh, and we then fucked up, Nick. That should be the title of this episode: "Is a very pleasant Columbo." <laughs> um, that's our actually, that's our Christmas special. That's a Christmas I, I, special. I'm still thinking about this, but we ha- do have our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash theme. And I was thinking we do need to do more stuff. 
So um, it seems like every episode we come up with a fun idea, and I was thinking maybe we should just start writing a five-page uh, stream of consciousness uh, draft and <laughs> and then just voice acting that. Um, every I feel like every year we're like, oh, we should write drafts, and then that never happens. Well, this is the year, baby. I'm gonna do it. We're, I'm gonna write like, a very <laughs> pleasant, what would a very Colum- pleasant Columbo. Yeah. What what would what's like a Hobbit Columbo? A very pleasant Philbo. Philbo. Philbo is the guy from Bug Snacks. Bil- he could Bil- also be a detective. No. He, he got tired of being mayor. Bilbo, uh, or Frodo, Cromdo. That's another one of the Grumpuses. Columbo, Columbo, Columbaggins is pretty good. <laughs> Columbaggins is, is how I would want to pronounce that. Sherlock Gnomes, no, because there's Sherlock Gnomes, which is a real thing. Which is an actual, like, where they, they took a gnome and they turned him into Sherlock. Okay, let's just go through. Surprise Island, which there is a movie for. It's free on Amazon with ads. I'm going to watch it. Um so that way, Saturday, when we do our video game stream, I can just kind of catch up on that. Um, then it's, I love this. <laughs> Mr. I lo- Hobbit P.I. I love Mr. <laughs> Hobbit P.I. Mr. Hobbit P.I. is pretty that, good. Mr. Hobbit P.I. is like, and they're they're just like, the Hobbit town. Like, and like very clearly like put like mm-hmm. three spaces so it doesn't look like Hobbiton at all. Oh, I got one for you. What if instead of one more thing, he's like, one more breakfast. <laughs> is that anything? <laughs> <laughs> no well kind of okay, that I would be like to... that that would be that would be like the final shot right that would be like him sitting down and like you know and he's just like oh just one more breakfast okay and once again like, we would not credits. be filming these we would just be writing them and doing script I, readings no i know i but okay. I, I'm, I like to imagine a film i know i like i want you to write the final shot where you're like and this is the final shot where we have him <laughs> yeah turn. it'll be good i'll start a google doc for us after this oh, um, boy. okay you're right you were right with the first thing you said so when it was first published in 1924 it was called box dash car children then when yep. it was re-released in 1942 it became the boxcar children boxcar one word Followed by Surprise Island. Fucking amazing name. That's what we should have called this fucking... Surprise Island is really good. Surprise Island is one of the best... Like, I I want to know what the surprise is. Surprise Island feels like... I don't know. This shit feels like Avatar. It feels like they waited (laughs) way too long to follow it up. And then just did something confusing. So, Avatar 2 Surprise Island. Here's the thing. It it is very kind of like... uh, Like special release esque in that like the people who like read boxcar children as children a probably like probably were getting ready to go into world war ii um <laughs> or at the very least you know uh yeah you're probably doing world great too you're ready for surprise island <laughs> yeah like you're probably not feeling too great because like i imagine like you're what like four five twenty four so sure. like, you're so born in 1920. Like, yeah, so you'd be like, uh, you know, 1941 rolls around. You are uh, right there in your mid 20s. That's prime drafting age. You're, baby. you're in the shit, man. You're in the shit of the 20s. And you know what you I need? Fucking, you know what you fucking need? You need a surprise, little surprise island. island to remedy you. You 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 lost a leg. You lost your buddies in the war. Time to come back. And uh, 
you get enough time like because it came on 49 yeah that's enough time to like rebuild uh build a life with the gi bill and then you get to go back to the the 20s the roaring 20s those kids you know and love half their names have changed and their ages are all wrong all their names have changed they changed they completely changed the last name do you want me to read a quick summary of um surprise island uh sure hit me with it the box scout children spend their summer break on their grandfather's island their grandfather's private island where they set up a little home and museum he's very rich the girls are eager to set up a home and the boy is excited to explore outdated gender roles they find a little cave and it turns out it holds a lot of historical significance and belongs in a real museum indiana jones how do you put (laughs) you can't put a cave in a museum that's illegal first they're cute little one they include illustrations of things they have observed and shells and plants in their museum. They also find arrowheads and other interesting things. They are kept company by an intelligent man named Joe, who seems to know a lot more about history than a normal person would. Joe, who seems... <laughs> is Joe a ghost? <laughs> they come to find out that Joe is their cousin, who for a while lost his identity. They reunited Joe with Grandpa Alden, and the family is happy to be together. The children leave to go back home with their grandpa after summer. So so Joe is just living on this private (laughs) island, and the grandpa just never found him? He was just like, you know, I used to have a cousin, Joe. Joe's their, like, amnesia-stricken... Like, Joe's their fucking Robin Williams in Jumanji who's just living in a cave. (laughs) Just knows history facts about the island. Like, like grabbing a bat out of midair and eating it. I love it, because they're very accepting of everything that happens. They're like, who are you, stranger? And Joe's like, I don't know. I hit my head. I went to the war and I don't remember things too well anymore. And they're like, well, anyway, anyway, here's here's the complete breakdown of the last 300 years of what happened on this island. You know, in some ways, it sounds like Joe talks to ghosts. Yeah, in some ways, Lost might be considered the surprise island. In some ways, Boxcar Children was a big inspiration for Lost. Uh, I would I would watch that crossover. You take those kids and put them put them on the they're like. (laughs) Yeah, we met this man in black. He was really weird. He turned into a smoke monster. Hey, are you ready? Um, are you ready for the list of so these are the ones written by Gertrude Chandler Warner. We talked yeah. about Surprise Island. Then we have the Yellow House Mystery, Mystery Ranch, <laughs> my favorite flavor, Mike's Mystery, Blue Bay Mystery, The Woodshed Mystery, uh oh, the Lighthouse Mystery. I've seen that movie. Uh Mountaintop <laughs> Mystery, <laughs> Schoolhouse Mystery, Caboose Mystery, Ooh, uh Houseboat Mystery, Snowbound Mystery, Treehouse Mystery, Bicycle Mystery, Mystery in the Sand, Mystery Behind the Wall, Blue Station Mystery, Benny Uncovers a Mystery. And this is where Benny's got old enough that he works in a store. And he he's the little boy who found his first mystery. Because this is nineteen seventy six. This is the year before Star Wars first came out. Um yeah, hold on real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the, the the mystery of the wall. What was that one behind the wall? Hmm? The wall one. The mystery behind the mystery behind the wall. Okay, yeah. There's a, there's a Lovecraft story called Behind the Walls of Sleep. I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you uh, said Boxcar Children mystery behind the walls of sleep. Yeah. The mashup would, everyone's again, been waiting for. I sure. 
Okay, you can write that. I'm just... So she did, like, how many of them? She did, what, 19 total. 19. Okay, so almost 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then do we want to talk about um, Boxcar Children number 20 to 155? I don't think we have the time or the patience or the brain power. Time me. I bet I can say all of these. Oh my god. All right. We're gonna go. Hold up. I'm getting the clock going. Do I I include great adventures and children's specials or just just, the just just the 120? Okay. You timing me? Yeah, I can't I can't get like a beat going, but I can play quirky dog in the background while you You do that. I don't think you should do that. I could play it really quietly. Okay. Do you have anything lo-fi? I don't have I don't have lo-fi. I could okay. get lo-fi going. I'm not going to but... do this to a beat. I'm just going to go through it. All right. All right. All right. Start. Ready? Yeah. You no. start. You start. No. The haunted cabin mystery, the deserted library mystery, the animal shelter mystery, the old motel mystery, the mystery of the hidden painting, the amusement park mystery, the mystery of the mixed up zoo, the camp out mystery, the mystery girl, the mystery cruise, disappearing friend mystery, the mystery of the singing ghost mystery in the snow, the pizza mystery, the mystery house mystery at the dog show, the castle mystery, the mystery of the lost village mystery of the purple pool, the ghost ship mystery, oh, the canoe trip mystery, the mystery of the hidden beach mystery of the missing cat mystery on the stage, dinosaur mystery, mystery of stolen music, the chocolate sundae mystery, mystery of the hot air balloon, in the mystery books or the mystery of the stolen boxcar the boxcar comes back mystery in the cave mystery on the train mystery of the lost mind the guide dog mystery the hurricane mystery the mystery of the secret message the firehouse mystery the mystery in san francisco the mystery of the alamo the outer space mystery what lost my place the soccer mystery the growling bear mystery the mystery of the lake monster and the mystery of peacock hall the black pearl mystery the cereal box mystery, the panther mystery, the mystery of the stolen stored, the basketball mystery, the movie star mystery, the mystery of the pirate's mouth, the ghost town mystery, the mystery in the mall, the gymnastics mystery, the poison frog mystery, the mystery of the empty safe, the great bicycle race mystery, the mystery of the wild ponies, mystery in the computer game, mystery of the crooked house, the hockey mystery, the mystery of the midnight dog, the summer camp mystery, the cop cat mystery, the haunted clock tower mystery, the disappearing staircase mystery, the mystery on blizzard mountain, the mystery mystery of the spider's clue the mystery of the mummy's curse the mystery of the star ruby the stuffed bear mystery the mystery at skeleton point the tattletale mystery the comic book mystery the mist the ice cream mystery the midnight mystery the mystery in the fortune cookie the radio mystery the mystery of the runaway ghost the fighter's keepers mystery the mystery of the haunted boxcar the clue in the corn maze the ghost of the chattering bones the sword of the silver knight the game store mystery the mystery of the orphan train the vanishing passenger the giant yo-yo mystery Mystery. The creature in a Pogo Lake, the rock and roll mystery, the secret of the mask, the Seattle puzzle, the ghost <laughs> in the first row, the box that watch found, a horse named Dragon, the great detective race, the ghost of the drive-in movie, the mystery of the traveling tomatoes, the spy game, the dog gone mystery, the vampire mystery, superstar watch. <laughs> the Spy in the Bleachers, The Amazing Mystery Show, The Pumpkinhead Mystery, The Cupcake Caper, The Clue in the Recycling Bin, Monkey Trouble, The Zombie Project, The Great Turkey Heist, The Garden Thief, The Boardwalk Mystery. Oh my god, where am I? Mystery of the Fallen Treasure, Mystery of the Graveyard Ghost, Mystery of the Stolen Snowboard, Mystery of the Wild West Bandit, Mystery of the Soccer Snitch, Mystery of the Grinning Gargoyle, Mystery of the mystery, Missing Pop Idol, Mystery of the Stolen Dinosaur Bones, Mystery of Calgary Star Stampede, The Sleepy Hollow Mystery, oh, they finally got to that one, The Legend of the Irish Castle, The Celebrity Cat Caper, 
hidden in the haunted school. The election day dilemma <laughs> published in 2016, which holy shit, the donut, who donut the robot ransom, legend of the howling werewolf day, the dead mystery, the hundred year mystery, the sea turtle mystery, secret on the 13th floor, the power down mystery. And then both in 2020 mystery at camp survival, the mystery of the forgotten family. Uh, three minutes and eight seconds. <laughs> Uh, there are some really choice ones in there that I'm very curious yeah, about, like the mystery of the chattering bones. Um, they probably will have. They're going to keep making these. They probably will have a crypto based one at some point. Yeah, I really, I think we should read for a Patreon episode. Uh, <laughs> like, do a reading of the election day dilemma. Uh, I, I just want to hear the. The boxcar children try to talk Henry. I try and talk their granddad out of voting for Trump. Uh, do you? Th- do you th- <laughs> see? In my mind, what it is is it's more like a, it's not actually set in 2016, um, and so it's more of a no. They're uh, modern day. After 1991, they're all present day. Oh my god! Because what I was really hoping is that like the boxcar children kind of become like a Forrest Gump bigger and they they they're the ones who like accidentally caused the brook brothers riot in florida in 2000 they can't they don't age they just i think they they can't age i don't think they age i think they jump from being the same age in 1976 which i guess is probably still the 40s just being in the 90s i don't know we should probably read all of these do you think the boxcar is the tardis do you think that's like they they use the boxcar to travel they don't swap out. No, it's the same characters. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think there's any. I mean, they're supernatural, like elements. Obviously, if there's a howling werewolf. Um, well, that's probably more of like a Scooby Doo. I hope the mystery of the stolen like dinosaur bones. I hope the mystery of the stolen dinosaur bones from 2015. They cross paths with Nick Cage. I was about to say that, like. The, the mystery of the, the pyramid in the New Orleans graveyard. There's 26 books I didn't name. They have Great Adventures, Journey on the Runaway Train, The Clue in the Papyrus Scroll, The Detour of the Elephants, The Shackleton Sabotage, The Kipu, and The Final Key. Uh, those are off in 2017. I don't know what makes them great, but they're great adventures. And then they have specials, which are The Mystery on Ice, The Mystery in Washington, D.C., Mystery of the Snowflake Inn, Mystery of the Ballpark, Pilgrim Village Mystery, Mystery of the Fair, The Pet Shop Mystery, The Niagara Falls Mystery, The Mystery in the Old Attic, Windy City Mystery, ooh, Boxcar Children in Chicago, Uh, The Mystery of the Queen's Jewels, The Mystery of the Black Raven, The Mystery in New York, The Home Run Mystery, The Honeybee Mystery, The Mystery of the Screech Owl, The Mystery of the Tiger's Eye, Candy Factory Mystery, Mystery of the Alligator Swamp, The Great Shark Mystery, and The Black Widow Spider Mystery. Some of these are very cool. Like some of them, like like the mystery of the mummy's curse. I'm just like, mm-hmm. hell yeah. I would like hell to know yeah. more about the mummy's curse. The barn owl mystery or whatever is screen does not owl. seem sorry, screen owl mystery is not as exciting. That seems like it's just like like grandpa, I went outside to where you keep the horses, because they have horses. Uh-huh. Uh, and there was an alien in the the rafters, and he just goes, "No, that's a screech owl." End of book. Done. Yeah, exactly. Where did the screech come from? Owl. Done. Doesn't seem to be complicated. 
Now, now Nick's looking but, at Wikipedia. Yeah, I found. I uh, know. I found the plot summary. Wait. Of no, never mind. Sorry, sorry. This I, I overlooked it. I'm kind of lightheaded from all that talking. Um, the Hardy Boys had one called "The Clue of the Screeching Owl," but I can't find anything for the Boxcar Children. Oh, uh, they. You probably legally can't talk about those. What? You probably can't talk about them. Hold on, I, I got... Um, you think I can't read book summaries? Dude, other people are straight up watching TV shows on Twitch. I think we're fine. Uh, grandfather and the children are visiting Broken Moon Pond, where Grandfather used to vacation as a child. The children are enchanted by the beautiful wilderness, but they soon encounter a strange set of coincidences, mishaps, and mysteries. Uh, I feel like the Hardy Boys are like egg punk, and the Boxer children are chain punk. I lost you, Nick. Like understanding me or hearing me? I I didn't hear you. That's fine. I got the first half about about the Hardy Boys being something punk. You basically got the whole thing, man. It sounded like you said egg punk. I did say egg punk. Okay. Um, the pond is haunted, apparently. Uh, yeah, I hear it gets supernatural. Which, unfortunately, it's really not in this. These are all, um, I, th- I guess they must be, go- like, ghost-written. Yeah, it just says other authors. Oh, man, okay, here's the, here's the, the titles from The Mystery of the Screech Owl. The chapter titles. Mm-hmm. Broken Mooned Pond. Mm-hmm. The Mysterious Notebook. The Sugar Bush. Quote, do not go back, exclamation point. Mm. The amazing, fantastic treehouse. The unwelcome mat. The ghost boat returns on page 69. The missing page. Snowstorm. Benny's guess. Oh, buddy. Seems exciting. That sounds good. I just looked up Superstar Watch because I thought that was the one that didn't make the most sense and I forgot the dog's name was Watch. The plot summary of this is a big Hollywood agent wants Watch to appear in a commercial for a new kind of dog food. Even though Watch seems to love the food on camera, he won't touch it at home. Someone of the studio has been switching the brand and the Aldens must find out the truth behind the cover-up. Should Watch still do the commercial even though he doesn't like the product? Yeah, you keep cutting in and out. I have about half of that. I, I do get that the, the, the dog is doing a commercial and he doesn't like the dog food because somebody switched it out. My connection's flawless. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's in Discord. It'll be fine in the, the end result. Like, the podcast will sound fine. But for, you know, on Twitch here and now, probably beatboxing again. Well, if you want to hear the full sentence, listen to the podcast. I am not repeating <laughs> it's myself. That's how we're going to gate it. We're just going to... Nick's going to, like, record the entire time muting himself in Discord. I'm not... Uh, it's, so that, I, I blame you, man. You're doing all these weird not, wire shits. I didn't do shit. There's a compression compression on your voice, and that is it. Turn it off. No. Yes. It'd be too loud. Oh, my God. I can turn it down. No, you can't. I hate the I hate the way you choose to do this, <laughs> but um, there's there's nothing you can't stop me. All right, 
That's the boxcar children. That's all of them. We've we've hit them. We've hit. Well, we didn't hit, we've the hit all the boxcar children. <laughs> yeah, we, and we, we slapped we, their grandpa for their rich ass grandpa for good measure too. Do you think they they ever come back? Like, I would like to know if they ever bring back up their grandfather's like unhealthy obsession with uh, healthy boys. I think that I think they made that non-canonical in the forties. Okay. All right. Yeah. They they just. I think in the twenties, everyone just had an unhealthy obsession with young boys because they knew the war was coming. Right. Well, they didn't know about vitamins either. Would I recommend the boxcar children? Hell yeah. I paid like five bucks to watch the movie, and I don't regret a second of it. But the second movie is free if you want to find out about um, <laughs> Lost Cousin Joe and uh, Grampy's Private Island. Okay, see, now, now, now that you've said that, I know another man who also has an unhealthy obsession with healthy young boys who also had a private island. Nick. Nicholas. Do you think they're grandpas? Wait, who? Jeffrey. Young boys? Yeah. Well, maybe not young boys. I don't think who there knows? are any. No, I think I think Gramps uh Grandpa Henry owns the adjacent island. Oh where, with all the, the young big boys. Saint James. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you get it. Oh boy! All right, well, we that's should. What we got. We out need of to. We need to cut this. Uh, yeah, we need to cut this one short and quick before uh, we get arrested. We woo, we woo. Wow, that's that's them cops coming for us referencing uh, Jeffrey Epstein's uh, best friend, Grandpa Joe's uh, pedophile boy island. Uh oh, boy. Um, Nick, do you have anything to uh, to wrap up, to plug, to how do we how do we end this podcast normally? <laughs> um, well, so we're still going to do this topic for a little while. Next week, we're going to be talking about a musical. Do you have a musical? I think it's your turn to pick the musical. Uh, well, I thought we were going to do Little Shop of Horrors. Okay, we are going to do Little Shop of Horrors next week. Yeah, because I thought that we had agreed on doing that, and then we just never did it. Well, let's do it next week. So, and then I'll pick the one after that. But you have to ch- pick a children's book after Little Shop of Horrors. I'll pick a children's book. Okay. I don't know which children's book yet, but I'll pick one. Okay. I'll pick the, I'll pick the the ch- most children's ass book you've ever seen. Shit, that's fucking. It sounds like a. Don't threaten me with a learned learned time. I read Bailey School, uh, Bailey School Kids, or Sideways Stories from Wayside School. You both good kids. Both you both good kids. Both good, both good kids. They're real good kids out there, man. <laughs> great kids. They're great Love kids. They're, they're doing their dandest. Yeah, they're putting they're putting in the work, man. All right, so we're gonna what? We we're should gonna... just talk about holes. The movie. No, we'll save that for another semester. Um, we could Nick, do Nick holes. And I are gonna, we could do Nick, holes. Yeah, Nick and I are going to We could do, uh, we could do sing, holes any way you up. want. Book, TV, however you want to do holes, let's do holes. But not within the next two weeks. Because um, two- Did you...
what man you can't you can't just I know, go no, no, that no, no, much no, no, dead no, no, air know, after I you know, bring I, up no, something no i know i know i'm so sorry i'm trying you to, gotta you gotta uh, fill time with fucking scatting or just doing your impression is, of lo-fi hip-hop beats there is You're i believe <laughs> what i'm talking <laughs> right now I'm, i know okay what G- what do you want me, from me? Give me i want the question what do you want? Do you think I was going to ask a question? Do you I, like if we do holes? The question. <laughs> in holes. Yes. Sweet. Tell sweet me about feet, your question in holes. Sweet, su- sweet feet, Clyde, whatever his name is, Clyde Livingston. Um, there's the whole thing with the what? shoes. Okay. Yes. Right. I don't know, man. Do, are I you familiar or read holes in a very long time? Okay. The, Who's there? Is I believe there is I a believe person with sweet feet. I know a lot of it has to do with feet. There's a lot of feet in that book. There's a lot of feet and onions are cured feet of feet. Holes. I think. I think they get rid of his feet and replace them with onions. That's how they fix his feet. Um, it's no, all there's bug a, snacks all the way down. There is a thing in JoJo's where I'm really glad I John doesn't watch this anymore. I think it's in part five mm-hmm. where it's one of the gangsters goes mm-hmm. to jail for basically the exact same reason. Yeah, taking a pick up a mountain. <laughs> no, uh, of, of it's illegal of, to take like, a pick up a mountain. <laughs> he gets arrested because he gets hit in the head with shoes, and they're just like, "Hey, that's a famous man's shoes. Why'd you steal those shoes? They were for charity." So you're telling me JoJo's season five? <laughs> Part five. I, it's he's, I, it's either part five or I think it might be it might be one of the the uh, the prisoners in part six. But I, I like straight up, uh, like I'm pretty sure it's JoJo's that he just straight up steals the thing from Holes. And okay. it, it came out after Holes came out. Okay, but Holes came out in 1998. Yeah, this is like part six was like the 2000s. Okay. Okay, then in that case, who doesn't love holes, man? Uh, it is, sorry, yeah, it is Stone Ocean, Donatello versus. Mm-hmm. His backstory is literally, um, after running away from home at age 13, a pair of baseball shoes fell from the sky onto his head. He put them on, but was soon arrested and taken to court where he learned the shoes belonged to real-life Seattle Mariners outfielder Ichiro Suzuki. I'm sorry, Originally is, this, be- is this Holes or JoJo's? <laughs> this is from JoJo's. Okay, honestly, like, having to carry someone's gr- descendant over a mountain to break a co- curse does feel incredibly JoJo's when yeah, you put it. for sure. <laughs> now that you say it. Okay. So uh, that was your question: Is holes jo- do holes and JoJo's take place in the same shared universe? Yeah, yeah. Can we can we talk about that? We can talk Not about now, that in later, at least future. three weeks. <laughs> we can talk about that later. Yeah, man. in a month when I when I when yeah, I forgot a, that in I told a month you this. when we record another episode, and we'll say consult episode eighty four when we already talked about this. Yeah, the Christmas special. We can, um, New Year's special, Life Probably Day be. special. We already missed that. Well, yeah, but I mean, Life Day's loose, you know. Do they know it's Life Day? Do they even know it's Life Day? Well, I I think we should celebrate Life Day this year, even if we're a month late. Um, you know, the entire galaxy operates on a different time, so that's true. It was also a long, long time 
Nope. A long time ago. In a place far, far away. In a galaxy. Holy shit, you got me all turned around. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah. There's two fars, but only one long. Yes. Okay. Right? That was more what I was trying to get was the the correct numbers of fars. It's it's further away than it is long ago. Yes. But as we all know, and let's say it together, Star Wars is real. <laughs> the CIA hired George Lucas to condition us to accept the existence of aliens culturally and as a society through Star Wars. Harold <laughs> in the chat knows I'm right because a drunk man told us this in uh, the, the the patio of motor once. Okay. Hey, um... You said, say it with me, like this is a creed. <laughs> I, th- this is not the first time I've said this on this podcast. Okay. Everyone knows Star Wars is real, is real. and the CIA hired George <laughs> Lucas to release Star Wars to condition us socially and culturally to accept the existence of aliens. Okay, yeah. Nick doesn't have to explain his reasoning. It's not his reasoning. It's a, a drunk guy at the patio. That's fine. I, I'm I'm on board with that. Where do things have happened? No, that's all bullshit. Yeah, Star Trek is fake as hell. Um, okay. So next week, well, Saturday, uh, we are going to stream. I don't know what we're going to stream yet. I don't know, Nick, if you want to stream or if you want to keep doing your stuff on your own. I might, I might play Fallen Order like right after this. Okay. But I'm going to be playing it for a while. So, um, yeah. we'll be Otherwise, playing the- I, I got, I got some games that I think fall kind of similarly in this, like, same category as that haunted PS1 that we played. Mm hmm. Okay. Well, we'll be playing a weird game on Saturday. Saturday together. Roughly. And- Eight Eastern, seven we've Central. Really, yeah, we've been really bad with times. Uh, you can if you click over uh, to our schedule. Uh, no, the uh, Haunted Cities by Kitty Horror Show. We now have a, a schedule that we have to stick to, Paul. Oh, um, God, I've added do it. We? Yeah, on on uh, Thursdays and Saturdays, every other day is kind of a free for all. Okay, sure. But I will be playing uh, some Jedi Fallen Order. I I don't know anything about them other than uh, Jacob Geller, who is a very good YouTuber, um, mentioned it and recommended it on his Twitter the other day. Any relation to Ross and Monica? Friends in- reference. All right. Uh, tune I'm, in next week I'm when we, we will be releasing this episode on Monday. And then next week we're going to be talking about Little Shop of Horrors. Um, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash themec. We have a website, themecthepodcast.com. Uh, follow us on iTunes or your podcast listen platform of choice. Give us five stars or 4.9 stars, if possible. And write a uh, review that sounds like we wrote it. That helps. Follow me on Twitter is even worse, Luigi. And on Instagram is Nick Rue. Uh What do you got, Paul? Uh, I've got a Twitter. 
I'm on it as electric mainline electric without the first E uh, and I don't use Instagram really so I'm not gonna give that out yeah but you see like the memes I send you right no man I mean yes I do I see I see stuff but I don't use Okay. Well, this stream is almost two hours. That's too long. I'm gonna have to edit a bunch. And there's no, if you've reached this secret message, you've earned a prize. So please reach out to me at thinkthepodcast at gmail.com or in the DMs for any of the social media, and I will give you a secret prize. Um, well, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Uh, later on, for those of you that aren't watching, if you do want to watch, go to twitch.tv slash think. On do this Thursday live. nights, right around 9 o'clock on average. <clears throat> this is 9 o'clock Eastern. Just check the schedule. We're going to try and stick to that. Uh, this has been Tom DeLong's Boxcar Children. And until next time, don't, don't think too hard without us. Don't run away from your rich steel magnate grandfather because he's got ponies and he loves healthy young boys. Bye. Bye.